In a world full of distractions, there is one big question on every dog owner's lips. How do I become more than just the person holding the other end of the leash? We all get dogs with a dream in mind, a vision of the future. And if right now your everyday reality isn't quite that picture you had in mind, you are in the right place. It really doesn't have to be this way. You absolutely can and will be more to your dog than just the person who gets in between them and the world. The key is you need to be more sexy. More sexy than the neighbourhood cats. More sexy than the jogger in the park. More sexy than that half-eaten hamburger they just found on the floor. And yes, even more sexy than the dog across the road. I'm Tom. And I'm Lauren. Together Together we're we're Absolute Absolute Dogs. Dogs. And you're listening to the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast. Welcome to this episode of the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast, the podcast that teaches you how to be the very best dog owner for your dog and for your dog to have the very best brain that it could ever wish for. Now, uh, what we're going to be talking about today, very exciting, is we're doing a bit of a summer episode on how to keep your dog safe and cool in the summer heat. Now, this is something that I see week in, week out throughout our summer. Yes, I love it. I love it when we have it hot. And at the same time, I know that it can be a real struggle it can be a real stress and it can actually be a huge worry if we get this wrong so what do we mean by that you know what dogs day in day out they will continue to work they will continue to run around they do not know what's best sometimes and actively will put themselves into a state of I mean let's let's probably go into it what happens when a dog does maybe Mm -hmm. not take in enough um, sort of fluid or does overheat what can happen Tom how does it look dogs are um, very sensitive to overheating and the the key here guys is that the signs of your dog potentially having overheated can be quite vague and it can progress quite quickly and it does become a vet emergency now in terms of what what we do to protect our dogs and what we teach and what we encourage and we've got some tips for you because this in theory is a great time of year to own a dog it's the summer right there's no especially in the UK it's not raining there's not mud everywhere but equally it's a time where potentially they can be vulnerable for very different reasons. And I think this is the the, the big thing here. I um, As a trainer, I see uh, people potentially put their dogs into very vulnerable mm-hmm. situations yeah. in the sense that they'll keep training them in the heat and not really um, necessarily take adequate mm-hmm. precautions. Equally, as a trainer, I'll see sometimes owners who take their dogs out for very, very long walks, then yeah. maybe let them swim for a long time when the dogs are actively already quite, quite warm mm-hmm. and actively there are big struggles after that. Yeah. And so I think we could tackle this in lots of different ways so a bit of a tips tennis yes how we look after our dogs and um, throughout and if you live in a place that's hot all year round you know what we are number one envious mm-hmm. and number two you can take this all year round <laughs> if you're like us and this is largely for us yeah. in our sort two of, weeks yeah one one and a half heat. weeks ten days and <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe two days and um, so yeah we're going to do a bit of a uh, how yeah. to keep your dog cool in summer exactly so let's start off with first of all best times a day to interact with your dog take your dog outside train your dog are going to be morning and evenings now um, in addition to that, what you might want to do is you might want to go out in the day and it might actually be, this might be a novel, novel idea for some of you, but actually if it's, if it's hot, but you want to go out in the, in the middle of the day, maybe don't take your, 
dog, right? You know, you what you can do is use the mornings and the evenings as the time where you really interact with your dog. But if you, we're not saying don't go and enjoy the sun. Maybe there are days where it's so hot that act actually it's not appropriate to take your dog now, with you. Consider where you're walking. Actually, if you're walking on some of these tarmac pavements, then yeah. actually this can be um, quite difficult for your dog too. So yeah. um, consider where you're going to go on these um, walks. And for me, if I am going to take my de- dog out midday at all, and sometimes I personally will take them out sometimes midday a little to, to try and get them sort of fit for fit for what I do in, in, in agility. But I really consider where I'm taking them. So it would be woodland yeah. because woodland's got all of the shelter. Um, you've kind of got that woodland sort of surface, which I can't even think to it just like lots of tree debris, isn't it? Yeah. Like underneath your, your foot. Yeah. And so you actually are walking on the right surfaces. So just like Tom said, mornings and evenings are preferable. If you do have a reason and a purpose that you want to be going out midday, maybe don't take your dog. Or if you are going to take your dog, think appropriately because actually um, town centres and pavements are not going to be that attractive no. um, to your dog in the um, in, in all of those hot days. Yeah, absolutely. Now, um, next tip that we've got for you on this one is when you do take your dog out, um, and, and we see this a lot, and you know I see this a lot as, as a vet where um, owners, unfortunately, their dogs have um, had some level of heat exhaustion, and um, and and they I kind of ask them about you know what what they've been doing. So I kind of see what is the pattern here, um, and what often happens is you go somewhere and you go on a long walk where actually you get to a certain point where it it's going to take a long time to get back to the vehicle. Now, the challenge with that is that then we, we, we're limited based on where we've gone and where we've walked as to how we can make good choices for our dog. And so even if we see worrying signs in our dogs, even if, you know, all of a sudden it gets very hot and we didn't anticipate that, actually, we can't really get back to the vehicle quickly because we've walked so far away from it. So another tip would be, and it's a a weird one and one that you might not necessarily think about, is make sure that you're walking. If you're doing a walk, make sure that you're not walking far away from your kind of exit out of there in your escape route and so that you can continue to make great choices for your dog now third one and i think this one for me is something i do all of the time now it's something i'm really really conscientious about and it's making sure my dog stays really well hydrated now my dogs um obviously i compete so i'm um out and about all summer um often in um, hot places um and and sometimes traveling abroad so we've been to Mm. austria um we've been many many different uh, european uh places really um competing and it can be really intensely hot now i would take with me um a bowl that is just pop up a ball and I can um, get that one anywhere out and about. Yeah. Um, so something I can transport with me. So that would travel along with me. I personally would prefer my dog to take little and often and not big, big periods of drinking. Mm-hmm. So I try yeah. to offer them um, fluids regularly. Yeah. Um, and I use um, fresh for, for my dogs because I know it will be more palatable, get them to drink mm-hmm. because often they don't want to drink, especially when they're busy. Yeah. Um, so fresh is um, just a, um, it's a, it's a, it's a drink for, for my dogs. Um, you can go through in a minute. Mm-hmm. All of the, the lovely, um, what it contains Uh, but for me I want to replenish them I want them to feel um, that they can carry on doing what they're doing whether that be work or whether that be going out for a long walk or a hike or whether that just be replaced um, electrolytes that they've they've lost Um, I want to do that I shake that up Mm -hmm. I take it with me have it in a shaker and off we go so they're um, definitely important for me absolutely and so the the drink that Lauren's referring to is fresh canine it's a hydration drink 
drink and um, we use it for our dogs. We developed it because we saw that there was a real need to be able to keep our dogs hydrated. And what you've probably experienced is that moment of knowing your dog needs to drink and yet you present them with the opportunity and they don't drink. And I had this only the other day. I literally, Tom, I was was furious with Tokyo. He was, you could tell he was desperate for a drink. I was at an event. I was at a big, big competition and I'd taken him to, I didn't have my bolt on me. Very naughty owner. Um, It was back at the vehicle, but it wasn't on me. And I'd I'd ended up waiting longer in this queue than I'd anticipated um, because they'd had timer issues. Anyway, I got my hands in a bowl and was offering him this water and he literally was looking at me like, I'm way too busy for this. So anyway, Matt ran back to the vehicle, good old Matt, and, and got the bowl and got the got the got fresh and he immediately wanted to yeah. drink. So it was it was that moment of me knowing he needed a drink, but actually he was too busy in that yeah. moment and it wasn't that attractive. Exactly. And so fresh canine is really, really palatable. So it makes the water palatable so that your dog wants to drink. It's got some calories in there for some energy and it's also got electrolytes in there as well. So it's kind of that like complete in the moment what to do and the cool thing is is if you've got your kind of pop-up bowl um, you can mix it up anywhere and um, all you need is to add some water it's like a protein shake but for dogs and I love that I can take it with me in the vehicle it is a powder so it's very very travelable I can Mm -hmm. take it out and about and the other thing I really really like about it for me is actually that um, like you said my dogs really want to drink it Um, and uh, previously I was using something that was way more uh, calorific and actually I could notice that with little blink putting on the piling on the calories Um, and so this is way um, more palatable but also um, less calories yeah absolutely and so it's that nice balance now um, for everybody listening um, we've got a a kind of a special coupon that you can use and if you head to a-ok9.com to get um, we've got the the fresh canine um, supplement um, over there we've got the bowl we've got the shaker bottle that you can take out and about to make it on the go if you use the coupon on fresh 30 that's fresh 30 then you get 30 percent off your fresh canine for summer and because uh, really just as a thank you for for listening and following along the sexier than squirrel podcast now so, so with with this one, guys, when you when you head over there, the fresh is 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 one of the the things there that we use. Loads of other bits yeah. you can have a look at, but fresh thirty percent, like that is yeah. insane. And that's over at a ok nine dot com. Now, also kind of leading on from that, the next tip that we've got for you is um, what we do is. Uh, everywhere literally everywhere whether it be kind of um in the utility room in the kitchen in the car um in our little like dog bedroom what we've got is a gleam towels now what gleam towels are they're kind of super absorbent towels that you can use to dry your dog off you can use to massage your dog you can also use it to warm them up because you can soak them in warm water and put them in um, crates or wrap your dog in them but you can also soak them in cool water to cool them down and the nice thing is is that we we give our dogs the opportunity to cool themselves down so we'll cool these these gleam towels we'll pop them in you know the area that we're in so that our dogs have the opportunity to lie on them and actually what you see when you do this is our dogs will actively select to do that and, and want to do that i love to see it when my dog selects it so i'll just pop them maybe um at first i might pop them in a nice uh, um like some ice water yeah so i'll have them some ice water ring it out pop it down but equally for my dogs i use it as a heat treatment so mm. i can heat them up as well so this is something that you can have what has multi-purposes from cleaning gleaming uh Mm -hmm. removing um allergens and 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 things like that and and also like 
Tom's just said cooling and warming. Yeah. Yeah. So actually cooling, it's great. Now you could use it like, um, you might have seen the dog cooling coats. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you could use it like that. So you can pop it over your dog, like a dog cooling um, sort of opportunity. Yeah. But also you could place it on the on the floor for your dog to go yeah. and lie on. And or for in me, travel crates that's what or I was anything like just that. about to say, when I travel, mm-hmm. I would pop them on the base of the travel mm-hmm. crate. So actually my dogs have got somewhere to lie on. And, and sometimes your dogs don't always choose um, to lie on them. And yet I've, I've watched Tokyo the other day, that the other day I put it, put it down and he kind of stayed away from it and then suddenly just flopped on it like he was like now i sit on the gleam towel and it was pink um so i was yeah really um really i I think it's a great thing to have as a tool in your kit when you're trying your best to help your dog to stay comfy absolutely and um so the next tip is actually one that you might not expect and it's a bit of a training tip and that is um if you grow this concept of proximity that we talk about in all the other episodes of the podcast and how if your dog has value in staying close and wanting to hang out with you, surprisingly or not surprisingly, this has big impacts in terms of how they handle the the heat of the summer. Because what you might have at the moment is a dog who basically goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, circling around you, covering big distances. And they might, you know, cover maybe 10 times the steps that you would on your typical walk. Now, that that makes it a bit of a challenge to manage the the amount that they're doing and the amount that they're exercising when they're off lead. Instead, if you inspire proximity, your dog wanting to stay close, you can have your off leash freedom, but also they're doing the same amount of work as you because they're following you, matching your pace, going in the same direction as you. And this allows you to better manage your dog's exercise. On the flip side of that, the things that may, what we should do is we should inspire proximity. But on the flip side of that, probably what we shouldn't be doing is lots of repetitive exercise like ball chasing and frisbee throwing in the heat because what that is going to do again is just up their heat and the thing is our dogs they don't know best and yes they will continue to chase that tennis ball exercises like triple f or um which is our um our home fitness program or exercises that you can do in the house in the Mm -hmm. garage in the conservatory things that you can do in the home maybe a sensible replacement on those days absolutely absolutely and what that then allows you to do again is make great choices for your dog and you know we're all told before we get a dog if they're if they're under 15 kilos you need to walk them at least once a day if they're over 15 kilos you must walk them at least twice a day and actually that really limits you and doesn't allow you to make the best choices for your dog as we've talked about before whether that be from the point of view of their their ever filling bucket from the experiences that they might have on those walks and you've been kind of forced to go on the next walk and their behavior get worse and worse and worse or actually just from a, a practical point point of view of temperature how are you going to fit in two walks instead we've got the opportunity to play games at home do the triple f workouts that um that you can get the digital download of over on the absolute dogs store um, and also maybe just skip the walk and inspire some calmness now one that i saw um just last night tom and one i think is really worth tackling just quickly here is how about tackling the fact that when you want to go to train um your dog mm. in a class situation or maybe you want to go to a group and it's mm. hot because i attended a class last night it was quite warm yeah. i was taking tokyo out there i wanted to do some um training in the um in the heat and yet yeah. it was warm and so how do we do that so the class was an hour and a half class i went out part way through the class and i did about 10 minutes mm-hmm. and then i called him off by letting him go for a big lane walk yeah. now so many people in the heat um, will want to do the whole class and i think this is where it takes a level of number one responsibility you've mm-hmm. got your fresh you've got that available so they're able to get little bits of that throughout their session 
you've got your gleam towel, you've got your mm-hmm. crate set up, you've got them in a cool spot. You might even have, I've, I've talked in Bermuda, Australia, New Zealand, you might even have your fans set up mm-hmm. and your cool zones set up. Yeah. And, and equally, please don't rep it hard. Mm-hmm. And whether that might be you do flyball, you do ag- agility, you do obedience, you do heel work to music, you do whatever it might be. And I know lots of you, um, you might go to some form of training class. Please, please, please consider how you limit that. Now, if you're one of those lucky ducks in Australia that lives this a lot of the time, then you'll know how best to manage your dog's energy and time. All I would say is don't rep them too hard because I could really notice that with Tokyo last night, the difference in him in the heat compared to how he would work in a day session. I could certainly push for more. Did I need to? No. And actually it was very, very warm. And so what I did was a few reps that I was really happy with and then gave him a breather. A few reps I was happy with, gave him a breather and then quit the session and said, that's enough for him in this scenario right now. Yeah, absolutely. And so as you can see, you know what? The heat of the summer, it's something to be celebrated in the UK because it doesn't happen often. Get out and have a barbecue. Yeah, and yeah, it might mean that we maybe need to change our approach, change our lifestyle a little bit and consider some different things when it comes to our dogs. It's a great opportunity to do so. Um, it allows you to, again, be the very best dog owner maybe your dog could ever wish for. if you're one of the Game Changers and you're in the Game Changer community, the Game Changer Facebook page and you're part of Sexiness Girls, share what you're doing yeah. um, in the heat and share how you're managing because we love to see your shares we love to see what you do um, and we love to see how you do it because actually it is something worth celebrating and it is something worth um, working out how we can incorporate our dogs without actually putting them at risk exactly so we're going to round off with a final tip that is a bit of a fun tip but our dogs absolutely love it and those of you who are getting your fresh canine over at a-ok9.com and using your coupon which is fresh 30 to get 30% off what you can do is you can mix up a small amount of fresh canine canine liquid pop it into ice an ice cube tray or if you've yeah. got like a you know a, some kind of like um a freezable tray some of our um, students have like the silicone mats and yeah, they, they um, get different shapes and they have, they and... have like little puppy bones yeah. and they have little like puppy paw prints and so they cool. get really excited yeah. about this so effectively what you've made your dog is a little popsicle yeah so it's a puppy it's popsicle like a, it's like a, a dog ice cream and they literally <laughs> your dog is gonna thank you for their dog ice cream yeah. in the heat of the summer and um, it's something you can just pop out for them in the garden or yeah. they can have it and my, my dogs tend to like play with it in the kitchen and then yeah. suddenly it's consumed yeah. um, and you just feel like really good for being able to do that for them absolutely and yeah it's a fun thing to do it's a bit of enrichment it keeps them nice so you and just cool mix, you mix your fresh literally put it in the shaker yeah. mix it all up um, and uh, pour that straight into your ice cube uh, maker or your silicone trays and that's stick your stick it in the freezer and uh, an, an hour later and you've got your dog ice cream so with that guys Enjoy the summer, celebrate it, have fun, and also think about how we can make great choices for our dogs. That was this episode of the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast. Make sure to grab your fresh canine over at a-ok9.com. Coupon code FRESH30 for 30% off. We will see you next time. Remember, stay stay sexy. sexy. Hey, before you go, have you taken part in the worldwide Sexier Than a Squirrel Challenge? It's a 25-day online video program, huge energy, amazing community, and over 6,000 people are already taking part. The only question is, you know where you are today, where do you want to be 25 days from now? Head to absolutedogs.me forward slash sexy.